Oh, not one of Santa's. More like one from The Hobbit. She wasn't really tall at five foot six, but she was very willowy. She had thick, dark brown hair that hung to her waist, pale skin, and huge, dark blue eyes outlined by thick, dark lashes. Most people thought she wore colored contacts when they first met her. She usually wore dark sunglasses when she was out, because her eyes were so different. She didn't mind when she was performing. It helped with the mystique about her. But out in public, she would often be stopped and stared at. Her parents used to tease her, saying she had been a gift from the stars, which she might have believed if her mom hadn't had the same unusual eyes. River was glad they had decided to meet somewhere else this year. Star had picked out a cabin in the middle of nowhere. They were supposed to meet up in the mountains of North Carolina in two days. River was still in California, so she had to make arrangements for a flight. She called Ricky, who made all the travel plans for the circus, and within an hour she had all her flight arrangements done, including her e-ticket and leased car. The joy about Ricky making the arrangements was River didn't have to worry about the usual restrictions for car rentals. Everything went through the company. Pulling a big, black bag that resembled a duffel bag onto the bed, River opened it to look at her collection of knives carefully packed. She was very, very picky about her knives. They were her life, literally. She had been tossing, juggling, and throwing them since she could walk. Some of the acts her dad taught her had never been performed by anyone else in the world. She was known as the best of the best when it came to anything involving a blade. While she made sure that everything had survived the shipping from Asia, River couldn't help but laugh at the memory of the reaction of customs officials on both sides of the ocean. Ricky had been there to take care of everything, thank God. Now, River had the next three months off as the circus broke for a much-needed rest. She would spend most of it at the cabin Star had rented, practicing new acts. Closing the bag, she finished packing her other belongings before getting ready for bed. She was so looking forward to the peace and quiet of the mountains. Everything worked out well. She made the flight, and for once she didn't have to produce documentation about her duffel bag. She had gone ahead and checked all her baggage so she wouldn't have to deal with it in the cabin of the plane for the long flight. After she plugged in her iPhone and placed her sunglasses firmly on her head, she was left blissfully alone for almost seven hours. Picking up her two bags at the airport, she placed them in the trunk of the rented black SUV and began the three-hour drive up into the mountains. She wouldn't get there until after midnight. It was a warm evening, but she couldn't resist driving with the windows down. She loved the freedom of the wind blowing through the window. She stopped for gas and a quick bite to eat an hour out as she didn't want Joe or Star to feel like they needed to cook for her so late. She couldn't suppress the thrill of seeing them. She did miss them so much. No one could separate the three of them during their teenage years. River was two years younger than Star who was a year younger than Joe. She had always been the one everyone protected the most. There was a full moon, and the gravel road was lit up as River pulled up toward the cabin. The road for the past ten miles had been winding around and around the mountain. Star told her to park in the garage, 
which was located below the cabin. She would have to tote her stuff up a narrow path to the cabin. River found the garage with no problems and pulled in next to Joe's SUV with Florida tags. River grinned when she read the bumper sticker saying, Flyers do it better. Grabbing her black duffel bag in one arm and her smaller carrier in her other, she quietly pushed the button to close the trunk. She bent down and pulled one of her smaller knives out of the bag to slide in her boot. She didn't know what types of animals lived in the mountains, but if she was walking through the woods at night, she wanted at least one knife with her for protection. Moving out under the bright moon, she was glad she had worn her black jeans and put on her black sweater to ward off the cool mountain air. She would have glowed in any of her other jackets with their rhinestones. Walking along the moonlit path up to the cabin.